You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast, where we empower women to overcome their fears, doubts, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Stephanie Bolton James is a sales manager in the hospitality sector. In 2010, Stephanie saw the opportunity to connect professional driven women like herself right here in our community, and she co-founded Women of Prince George's. The Women of Prince George's mission is to educate women which strengthen our families, build our communities, thus increasing our economic position to become global leaders. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying self Doubt Podcast. I am here with Miss Stephanie Bolton-James. She is the founder of Women of Prince George's. Thank you so much for being here with me, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. So um, I am excited about this conversation because... Uh, Everybody, all my listeners know I live in Maryland, and usually when people think of Maryland, they immediately think of Baltimore for whatever reason. I guess that's kind (laughs) of like the the hub of Maryland, but there is this place right outside of D.C., a little further down from Baltimore, and it's Prince George's County. It is the greatest (laughs) county ever. Like, I'm proud to be a Prince Georgian, and so when I saw this and saw what you all offered to uh, the women of, I keep wanting to say PG County because we just slicing it half, but to the women um, in Prince George's County, I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know that this was here and this was something that we could utilize. And so I know a lot of my listeners live in the Prince George's County area. Um, and so I wanted to use this time to really talk about like how you got started and what services you offer um, to us so that we can we can just grab it all up. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started with uh, Women of Prince George's? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, women of Prince George's, let's see, let me back up a little bit and talk a little bit about Prince George's County. So Prince George's County um, is one of the counties in Maryland with the highest number of women business owners. And and, um, the actually the largest concentration is in the Hyattsville area. Um, Prince George's County is also one of the counties in the United States that has the highest percentage of uh, educated African-Americans. Yes, ma'am. And because of that, you know, we have a lot of resources. We have probably more resources than some of the other areas when you put the combination of our talents, our skills, and our backgrounds together. And so maybe about 10 years ago, I was doing some networking and I found myself networking and going to other markets on a regular basis to try to connect with other professional women. Uh And I said to myself, I said, why am I doing this? Why am I going around the beltway to connect here and connect there and seeing the majority of the people at these events were women from my area? So I said, you know what, I'm going to start. Why don't I start one of these groups in Prince George's County? And at that time, I was doing some marketing for uh, Christina Bueri, who is the owner of Reston Limousine Company, which is one of the largest private transportation companies here in the D.C. area. And she had a group and has a group called Sterling Women. 
So I said, Christina, you know, how did you put this together? You know, what was your organizational structure? She shared everything with me and said, listen, go ahead and duplicate it. And any other questions you have, let me know. Nice. So then we kicked off the first Women of Prince George's luncheon at Newton White Mansion uh, 10 years ago. Wow. And we have been going ever since. And we have been providing a resource for women business owners, whether it's mentorship, education, inspiration. Um, if you decide you want to get into government contracting, which of course being in the DC area, a lot of people want to pursue that. Um, it is a complicated animal and you definitely need some guidance with that. So if you need guidance, we have women that are already doing that and already successful with it. And I'm a firm believer in partnering with women who are already where you're trying to go. Yeah. And so then therefore you can partner with these women. You can talk with these women. You can chat with these women during our monthly luncheons and um, get a chance to get to know them and learn some things that you wouldn't learn from Google or in the textbook. Right. <laughs> learn some things that, <laughs> that you learn because this woman has been down that road. And so that's how we started. And we did start with monthly luncheons and actually now we've evolved into quarterly events and activities, oh, nice. um, which you can find on our website. We do have a couple of annual events. Uh, we have an annual government contracting event in January. We have an annual women's conference in May. We have a pamper me event. We always do for the month of February. And that's mm-hmm. just to kind of, you know, love on us a little bit. Um, and then we also have our education modules that we do in the fall. And we usually do two to three of those with different themes like branding, accounting, tax services, bookkeeping, oh. those types of things. Oh, y'all kind of definitely have a little bit of everything. I, listen. Yes, ma'am. Oh, we, we, we try. We try. We try. We take surveys at the end of our events. Mm. We try to get feedback from our attendees of what the ladies like to see. Yeah, I, I'm. as I was listening to you, I just was uh, in awe of all things that are like great in this area that until you, what I was thinking is that because I'm new to entrepreneurship, I would have never known any of these things because that wasn't where I was, you know, that wasn't my focus, right? And so a lot mm-hmm. of times people don't even know that that may be something that they want to do. Um, because they don't even know anything about it, right? And so right, even being right. having this kind of connection, you may go into, you know, one of your events and thinking one way, but being able to, like you said, have that support and have another woman be able to tell you how they got started. And I love how you got started where you just asked somebody and they told you what mm-hmm. it was for mm-hmm. you to be able to duplicate it without having it be like, you know, Want to connect with me before the next episode drops? Come follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Slaying Self Doubt. I can't wait to meet you. Like that's that's a part of the give and take, right? Because she gave something to you for you to be able to give to others, and that's how things should be. Like it, right. it's, it's an easy flow thing, and now all of these other women are gaining something just from that one conversation that you had to do something different um, and to put it right back into your community because a lot of times we go outside of it to get information because it's already there and then we don't even think to bring it back to where we are. So thank you 
for that because um, wow. I, you know, being in this area, we know that sometimes you go to certain places to get certain things. So thank you for bringing that back to Prince George's County so that we could, um, you know, grow from that and be able to uh, really network with each other. So I'm, I'm, I'm right. glad. Right. Well, that, you know, that is exactly, that is exactly what the purpose and the function is because you know I take a lot of pride in my in my county and our statistics and there's an old brand and there's a new brand yeah and the new brand is moving forward with just as much talent value and skill as any other community in the area but we have to do a better job at making sure we have the resources that some the other communities have and then not only do we have the resources but to make sure that we are sharing uh, our information accurately yeah and i think that you know that's one of the biggest things if i had to name a challenge is making sure that there's accurate information regarding our area yeah. and there is a lot of old information from 30 years ago that is just not accurate in terms of our school system and our scores and our assets and the things that we have available here in our community can go toe to toe with any other community. But unless you live here, you might not know that. Yeah. You make assumptions based on old information. Yeah. And even living here, sometimes you make assumptions too, because yeah. if yeah. you're not really doing the research, you don't know how things have evolved and how things have changed. Um, and so that, yeah, I, again, I thank you for that. So in starting Women of Prince George's, I'm sure it was a whole lot of things that had to go into it. Um, and a portion, you know, the whole purpose of this show is just to be able to show people the other side of it, right? So if right. joining now, I, I'm able to see the, the the 10th year and all the work that you did to get to this point, right? Um, but take us back to the beginning and um, let us know how self-doubt showed up in your journey as you were trying to grow this organization? Sure. Well, I think the, when I go back and I look back, the, the biggest area of self-doubt was coming up against, you know, what we were just talking about. And that is just old information, old assumptions, um, you know, when trying to coordinate and pull things together. You know, I had to make sure that I pulled them together and coordinated them in a certain fashion to make sure we put our best foot forward, um, which is one of the reasons why when we had our events initially, we were very strategic about who our speakers were. We were very strategic about using a place like Newton White Mansion to mm. show you know, what we had available and just very strategic about that and uh, making sure that um, in, in presenting our offerings, we presented them in the best light. I mean, every community has areas of opportunity, yeah. but I think for s such a long time, that was the focus on, on our area. And, you know, we didn't talk about, you know, our economic development team that we have here in the county. And we didn't talk about some of the new projects that we have coming in, bringing in revenue. Um, you know, at that time, National Harbor was just getting off the ground. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I found when I was out networking, trying to bring in some of those surrounding communities to show them something different, that there was some confusion about there to the point where people thought that National Harbor was part of Alexandria. I remember and that. <laughs> I was, and I, I mean, that just, just, I mean, it would just infuriate me when I would hear that 
that information. So I would say, you know, that from time to time, running against that time and time again, um, was probably the biggest piece of self-doubt, but it was also at the same time, the biggest piece of motivation to make sure that, you know, that that was clarified that, you know, where we are, what we were doing, what we had to offer. And I did that intentionally by partnering with some of those organizations that I used to attend outside of the area. Okay. And I found, I found that those women were open to um, connecting with us because they were curious. And, you know, in doing that, I found that it was a win-win. There were women from other communities that came out to our community and they were just completely shocked Mm. at, you know, some of the resources that we had. And I even had some ladies apologize to me and say, you know, I've lived in, you know, this community or, or on this side of the river for this long. And I've never done business in this area. And wow. I had no idea, wow. you know, and, and the same with some of, some of the ladies from our community, there was a perception that it was difficult to do business in that area yeah. and it's not. And uh, so it, it just was a win-win, I think on both sides that's at the awesome. end of the day, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I think that's awesome. I think that using that example of like the misconception and being able to kind of persevere anyway, because that could have stopped you right there with right. not even going forward. Like, don't nobody even know that, mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. exist or trying to create something. And at the start of any business, that's what you're trying to get is, you know, a, a little bit of attention, some recognition, somebody to know like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm, you know, you're trying to build this thing and, and, it could, it's already, you know, hard on your own when you're trying to build something because right. you have your right. own issues that you're, but when stuff is happening outside as well, that's kind of like uh, pushing up against that, it makes it, it could make it difficult for you to keep going. Um, so right. during this right. whole journey, now that we're getting to like the 10th year, so no, let me back up. So as you're growing this, how did you get um, women of Prince George's to even be a part of this and um and and kind of reaching out because one of the things like for myself i've said this before on the show that i struggle with networking right um Mm -hmm. because i i have a problem with asking for help and i just am i'm a little bit introverted um in some instances you know if someone talks to me i don't have a problem with talking back but initiating conversation sometimes is just difficult um for me so with in having to gather these resources for other women to use and gather women to even and kind of take you seriously to say, hey, I have all these things. What was that like? Do you want immediate access to new episodes, products, events, and freebies? Join the Slaying Self-Doll family today at www.feliciawallace.com. That's www.p-h-i-l-i-c-i-a-w-a-l-l-a-c-e.com. I think what helped um, us, um, I guess, be considered legitimate, so to speak, was we purposely partnered with organizations like Doctors Hospital and um, WSSC and um, the Chamber so that people could see, oh, okay, so they have the support of these types of organizations. Let me hear what they have to say. And that really helped kind of position us to be um, understood as a resource for women and a resource that had um, 
you know, some, some legitimate backing. We also partnered from the government side with the SBA, the Small Business Administration. Oh, yes, yes. And, and so when, we, when you partner with those types of groups and they, people know, ladies and women in business know that, okay, this is a group that I could spend some time with. Let yeah. me check out some of these events and see what they have going on. Oh, cool, cool. So what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before? Ooh, uh, <laughs> that question things. always gets people. <laughs> they like, oh, wait, many wait a minute. <laughs> right, right. I think the main thing is, you know, I do have a level of, of perseverance and I think it just reassured the perseverance. But what I also found was, you know, you really do have to have a specific strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know for me, you know, writing down the plan is important, realizing that, you know, where you started and what it morphs into might not be what you originally saw. Yeah. But as, you know, as long as you keep your mission the same, you're still moving in the right direction. You know, we started as monthly activities, et cetera, et cetera. Now we're back to quarterly activities as what we have now as part of our um, annual calendar. And those quarterly activities work well. Mm-hmm. We even toyed with the times of our quarterly activities. Do we want them weekday, weekend, or combination of both? And over the years, we were able to see that a combination of quarterly activities works best because it is difficult for women to attend monthly activities on a regular basis. We're just busy and doing yeah. so many things, you know? So that was one lesson that um, I learned about myself in terms of being flexible. Yeah. Um, always have at least two advocates is another thing that I learned because when you do have those days where you're kind of spinning and you need someone to, as a sounding board. Um, I learned that that's helpful for me to have a couple of advocates that I can turn to and kind of bounce things off of. And um, I guess the main thing or the final thing I probably learned is that, you know, when you hit a wall, it's just a wall you hit for a minute. Mm. Um, it's a, you know, it's an opportunity for you to step back and reevaluate and and you're going to hit a wall. Yeah. Um, so, you know, expect to hit it, but at the same time, expect to say, okay, let me step back for a second, reevaluate, mm-hmm. and, then, and then reapproach. Yeah. I think that the yeah. two things that, um, that two of the things that you said that you learned about yourself um, are very important. So one, um, having somebody to advocate with you, but, you know, in the sense of having a village, right? Um, because mm-hmm. even if it's your business or it's your baby, you know, you have a, we generally have a personal connection to it. And so sometimes the littlest thing would just we'd be over the cliff, just like, oh my God, this isn't working. Um, And you need those people to reel you back in and say, wait a minute, girl, it just, (laughs) all you need to do is switch the date, right? Because then (laughs) you just like, oh, we can't have it. We can't do anything. It's like, they just want you to do it on Saturday. Like it's not. (laughs) Right, right. But you ready to cancel the whole thing. So having that village of people around you is very important. We we can't do things by ourselves. And when you try to do it, by yourself and your own strength you you will have more problems than you really need to that's right, um, right. but if you have That's somebody right. that you can say hey 
just hear me out, you know, let me, right. let me know. Cause those people, once you build those connections in those villages, um, and your, like your support system, I have people that I know I can talk to and I'll tell them and then they'll be like, so you already know <laughs> right. where, where you're kind of like lunching at right now, right now. I'm like, I know. Right. Once you say it out loud to another person, then you're able to see how you sound. And then you're like, exactly. Okay, you let answer me just... your own question. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then um, the second thing was about uh, hitting the wall. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of times in um, entrepreneurship, just me, like I said, me starting out, you hit a wall more often than not at, mm-hmm. until you're able to actually see it. Um, and mm-hmm. then the wall will stop you. You know, in some right. cases, it stops you dead in your tracks because it's something that you've never done before. So you should... Right. Um, ex- expect there to be a wall because this is new for you, but don't right. let that stop you. Like, I like how you said, like, step back, look at it, and then reevaluate. Instead of trying to go through it, you may have to go around right. it, over it, under right. it, but you're going to always come up against some type of obstacle, no matter what you do, you know? So, exactly, exactly. It's a learning opportunity. I mean, every time you hit the wall, it's a learning opportunity. So, you say, okay, well, next time I come to this spot, I'm not going to navigate it this way because, you know, or the next time, you know, I'm working on this project or this event, I'm going to have, you know, extra money in the budget to be able to lean on in this particular situation. So it's definitely, each wall is definitely a a learning opportunity. Yeah, definitely. So what, um, Okay, so about women of Prince George's, what is it that um, if women were to get, well, when, I'm not going to say if, when women Mm -hmm. get connected to it, what is it that you all offer um, to the women of Prince George's? Mm -hmm. So I think, well, what we offer are resources. Um, We offer education, inspiration, and mentorship. So education in the sense that you're, you know, you're just starting as an entrepreneur, or even as a professional woman who's expanding in her career. Okay. And you want to get more information on accounting structure hmm. or um, how to set up your taxes and some of the advantages to setting it up this way or this way. Um, or you need some help with branding. You know, what is a logo? What is social media strategy? Um, you know, what does that look like? What does that cost? What should that cost? Um, You know, all those different things that help you, the different pieces that help you put your business together. Um, So we really try to educate women on the options and to make sure that they have a strategy in place and then talk to other women who might've tried two or three different strategies. And how do you determine which strategy is best for you based on your budget? Some women have thousands of dollars for budget. Some women don't. And so therefore, you know, how do you put the same kind of effective plan together with varying budgets? And then, of course, the inspiration piece. I mean, as we just talked about the wall, family, balance, um, sometimes, you know, it's hard to kind of shake yourself off and stand back up when you're going through the motions of trying to, you know, make, make your business or get to the next level professionally. And so we try to offer that some inspiration in terms of, again, you know, talking to women who have been down that road and they can say, you know, well, these are some of the things I did to help me when I had small children. You know, I know for 
me, you know, making meals ahead of time, yeah. setting boundaries, uh, having a conversation about, you know, this is the way this is going to work. Right. This is what I've tried to work on for me. That yeah. also benefits you, you know, and just some of those kinds of things that just help inspire women so that they don't feel overwhelmed yeah. in terms of trying to handling it all. Cause you know, maybe they come from an environment where they didn't have those types of resources. So in terms of putting that together, they really don't even have a, a person, you know, we turn to our family, maybe they don't even have someone in their family or in their circle that could even guide them when it yeah. comes to putting those kinds of things together. And then mentorship and mentorship from the standpoint, from a business aspect. Um, you know, if you're aspiring to grow your government career and you're a GS 10 and you want to grow to a GS 15, you know, how do you put that together? What does that look like? Oh. Or if, if you're an entrepreneur and, you know, you say, okay, this is my five year plan. This is my 10 year plan mm -hmm. and talk to somebody who is in your industry. You know, if it's media communications healthcare, um, and they can recommend, okay, when you network, these are the groups that you need to belong to. Yeah. And, you know, these, you know, try to see if you can get one of these certifications. You don't need them all, but try to get this one. And, you know, when you're um, building your profile in LinkedIn, you know, these are the things that you should have listed about you. Um, if it's professional or about your business, you know, oh, and wow. so, those kinds of things um, are really what we try to offer um, with the women of Prince George's. That is awesome. I'm, I'm literally over here taking notes like, oh, you know, you should do that. And that, those are the type of things that, um, like I said, you, you, you honestly do not know. Um, I'm mm -hmm. glad to hear also that it's not just about entrepreneurship, that it's also about, you know, growing professionally outside. Because a lot of times people just think that, you know, that's, you know, this, I, I, I initially assumed that this group was only about businesses and only about entrepreneurship. Um, but to hear that you all are helping women who want to just grow in their own profession, it doesn't have to be entrepreneurship. Um, and you have other women who are part of this organization that can help you in that is a, is a great thing. Cause there's a lot, I know a lot of people who do work for the government who are trying to move up or trying to navigate what that looks like, or, even in you know outside of government if they want to go into a leadership role and they're trying to figure out what that transition right. looks like a lot of times you right. don't have the um, a person to be able to help you in that realm to say okay what actually do you need um, you know what things should you try to do to become a leader in the organization right. that you're in um, right that is key because I know when I transitioned from employee to leadership it was by the grace of God. And it was somebody who just said, I think you can do this. And they trusted me to do it. But everybody's story isn't like that. They want right. to, they have to work for it, but they don't even know what to do um, to, to even to position it. themselves. Yeah. Right. right. I, that is so, that is, that is great. I love that. <laughs> Um, yes. So we are now in the midst of this uh, COVID season. And so I know, as you mentioned, all of your events, some of those things have had to change uh, because yes. of uh, this virus that we're um, enduring and, you know, uh, 
honestly, you know, it is difficult um, because Prince George's is getting hit the hardest, yeah. one of the hardest in yeah. Maryland. Um, and a lot of that has to do with, there's a lot of us in here, right? We're, yeah. we're a very big yes. county. You don't realize how yeah. big it is until right. you look at the numbers. But um, so how are you pivoting in this season to be able to still provide this service uh, to women um, in the right. area? Thank you for tuning in every week. Your support does not go unnoticed. If you truly love this podcast, please remember to share, subscribe, rate, and review. You know, we have definitely had to pivot and we have been leaning on our virtual presentations. Although, you know, this is our 10 year anniversary and congratulations. We had, thank you. Thank you. And we were planning a huge celebration. Um, we've had to move that and more than likely it'll be moved to next year when we can be together in yeah. person a little bit more comfortably than we can right now. But we are continuing um, through offering our webinars and, you know, educating. So we have two or three more webinars that we will be putting together. So stay tuned. You can reach out on our social media channels and also our website to get an update on those dates and those offerings. But the, um, the last webinar that, that we had, we really um, focused on making sure that we had a a variety of resources available. Um, we had uh, Heather DeJangle, and she is one of our board members, and she inherited her father's HVAC company. Oh. And she is a woman in the HVAC business, which she is still working 15 hours a day, wow. distributing people out on assignments. And she is a busy lady. And so we wanted to make sure that we had someone speak to those people who are still working. And how do you manage that? Um, And then we also had Lori Silas. Um, She spoke and she's a very successful government contractor. She's um, made $7.2 billion last year. And (laughs) she talked about, (laughs) she talked about some of those small business loans and you know how to navigate through that because while we appreciate them trying to navigate through which ones to you know we should apply to is completely overwhelming so she has applied to a a couple of those and she talked about that then we had tyus lewis who's an educator in calvert county public schools and she was talking about that whole you know being thrown into homeschool kind of thing (laughs) and man yeah (laughs) And managing that and even trying to keep the interest of your children um, while while still you're trying to work from home too and be productive. Mm -hmm. And um, then we had Richa Richa Bandami. She talked about stress management and she's a personal transformation coach, coach. And she talked a little bit about meditation and the level of stress and anxiety that we're Mm. under right now and how to just make sure that you're keeping yourself in check because we can get so inundated with the family and other things that we forget to take a few minutes for ourselves. And then we also have Rhonda Walker and Rhonda Walker. um, She talked about, she's with experience Prince Georgia. So she talked about just how things are looking in the future with our restaurants and hotels and things like that. And, you know, when are we going to get back to normal with those kinds of things? So we tried to offer a variety with that particular webinar and it went well. I think that, um, we were able to address multiple issues 
and that our attendees were able to come away with, I always like to have people come away with actionable items. Yeah. So things that you could write down and actually execute. And I think that we were successful with that. That I, I would, is there a replay of that? <laughs> Do you have it? Or is that, was that a one-time <laughs> thing? Because I'm mad I missed that. That is a lot of information that, you know, I, I need it. <laughs> Right. No, absolutely. So um, my um, my admin assistant, she's actually in the process of editing the video. And as soon as we get that edited, you can find it up on the website. Oh, nice. Yes. I think that yeah. that's a great thing. I, I, I love the way you pulled a little bit of everything in to that webinar because it we sometimes don't we focus on just one thing and not like our whole being. And that is exactly what you did. You took business. Um, you took uh, family, you took uh, mm -hmm. your emotional levels, financial, all of those things, and you put it all together um, for us. And that that's a great thing because you, this uh, season just kind of, I'm sure it took everybody for a whirlwind and you still feel like you're kind of in it, even on the days that you feel like, oh, maybe it's a little bit better. And it's like, nope, not yet. <laughs> um, right. So right. Exactly. I, being able to still give us those resources is um, something to, you know, kind of take your mind off of what's happening, but also give you the information to be able to work through it. Because like you said, even wanting to do your um, 10 year annu annual uh, women's conference, you're not going to be able to do it this year because mm -hmm. you won't be able to have that connection. And I think that for us sometimes, you know, um, we're ready for things to kind of move forward, but realizing that we have to take it kind of one thing at a time. This is one of those walls you were just talking about that you're going to have right. to pivot around and figure out, right. you know, exactly what happens next. But the fact that you're still giving back to the community um, and you're still um, pouring into us is great. I really appreciate that. Um, so how can people connect with the women of Prince George's? Like, where can they find you? How do you sure. sign up? Is it a membership? Is it just something I can just peek in and peek out? Like, how does that all work? Well, that, you know, that is a great question. So the women of Prince George's, let me just say, firstly, is not just for women. Okay. We have had many, many husbands that have attended on behalf of their spouse or partner to try to get information because maybe their spouse or partner wasn't available to attend the event. Okay. And so they attended, attended on their behalf. Um, and it is not a membership organization at this time. What it is, it's a series of events, roughly four to five events per year. The events calendar is on the website and you attend the events based on what your interest is. Okay. And we just um, launched our new website. However, we are in the process of editing it. You know, it's one of those kind of things where you, where you say, okay, let's go ahead and get it up. Yeah. And now that it's up, let's go back in and tweak it. So we do have some tweaking to do, but give us about 10 days and we will definitely have the events calendar up for you. Okay. Where you'll be able to see the upcoming webinars and events that we have uh, coming up with the women of Prince George's and actually not 10 days that should be up by Friday okay. because um, we want to make sure that we have current information but in terms of the overall purpose and mission of the women of Prince George's you can definitely visit www.womenofpg.com and that's www.womenofpg.com and then we also are on Instagram Twitter and Facebook under Women of PG. 
you can find us um, as well on, oh, nice. on those avenues as well. And uh, definitely, you know, uh, like us, connect with us, um, because we do have a strong social media presence. So whenever we're doing anything or we're having an event, it definitely is posted well in advance. Okay. Um, so that you are aware that it's coming up and you can register if registration is needed or you know what time to tune in. Oh, nice, nice. So I will make sure I put all of that information in the show notes so they can find all of their good stuff um, because I'm glad to hear that it's inclusive, you know, that it's not, you know, the name makes you think that it's only us, but if if you need to, you can send, you can send your boo thing to go get the information for you. Make sure to take good notes. Um, and, and that is, um, I, I love the fact again, that you all pivoted in this season so that we can still get that information so that we can be ready when things, when outside opens back up, as, as, as people right. keep saying, um, That's right. thank you so much, Stephanie. I really, really appreciate you being on the show. I thank you for what you're doing in PG County. I thank you for how you're giving back to us, um, and being that resource and, uh, place that we can go to be able to get information so that we can grow. You know, Slant Self Doubt is about being um, the best version of yourself every day. And this is a way mm-hmm. that we can really um, take what you have and uh, apply it. If, if you take what she has and apply it to, to your life, you can do those things and um, grow in whatever area you need to grow in in your life. Absolutely. And I appreciate you putting this together. I mean, slaying self-doubt self-doubt is you know the number one item that keeps us doing from doing what we need to be doing that is the number one (laughs) element you ain't got to tell me (laughs) we definitely i appreciate you doing this because a lot of times it's about a conversation and then after you have the conversation that self-doubt is put in its right place and you can continue moving forward so i definitely appreciate you putting this together and uh, having me today i really do appreciate it oh you are welcome thank you so much have a great day absolutely you too all right y'all that's all for this week thanks for listening and don't forget to share subscribe rate and review until next week see ya